not knowing why we have come here what is the purpose of our birth in this life what is our true mission so to speak if we do not know the answer why we are here i strongly feel we all are in spiritual depression won't you agree if one has given some thought about what life is these questions would have definitely popped in the mind what is the reason of life do i just come here to be a good child to my parents grow up have a decent education and then find a life partner get married have kids take up some career before having kids and marriage for sure but then grow old wait for the kids to have grandkids get that desire fulfilled is that all we have come here for if you really deeply ask this question i think the soul within us would definitely say no there is much deeper and much higher reason why we all come here and sadly the forced duality of this creation makes us forget it so if we are seeking these questions what is my true purpose what is it that i really want to do in this life all the clients i meet almost more than 90 95% are not happy with what they are doing they want to change their careers they want to start something that they really love what holds us back why are we not living the life we really want to live if all these questions feel familiar to you then we definitely are suffering for spiritual depression Namaste everyone this is Akshita we are going to talk about how to become a mind gardener this is the part 2 of the podcast episode if you haven't listened to the part 1 i would really encourage you to first listen to part 1 and come to this one we are talking about depression uh we left it at what are the kinds of depression what is depression what kinds of depression are there different kinds of depression in ayurveda and how do we take care of it according to our doshas do they change according to the seasons so we'll look into all that in this episode today the word depression when we try to google it we come to know it is kind of explained as a state of losing interest state of losing hope i feel in depression 
you have a constant feeling of emptiness that follows like a shadow in one's life. Don't you agree? When I started thinking on the word depression, this is what came to me. Depression, I like to define it as depression is a state of disconnect with the divine creator. Let me repeat it again. Depression is a state of disconnect with the divine creator. There is definitely in harmony in harmony with body, mind and soul. That's why I feel there's a sense of loss, there's a sense of disconnect. There is no sense of bearing in life when depression happens. And when I looked at the statistics, when I googled the word depression, it was quite alarming. Almost more than 300 million people in the world suffer from depression. And this number is only who have come out and took help in some way or have come out publicly saying that they are depressed. It is still a taboo because depression is considered to be a form of mental illness and it can be mild to severe. And you know the interesting thing is this bug of depression infects women more than the men. And I was thinking about this too when I read that. Maybe because if we see it from the lens of yogic philosophy or Vedanta teachings, women, I'm not talking about the gender here, but women in general are endowed with the feminine qualities. Feminine qualities of love, nurturing, caring, bringing a new life into this world. And all these subtle but yet very powerful gifts bestowed to us with, from Divine Mother, I think somewhere along the line when something disturbs or gets misaligned, we tend to get into depression more than the men. Because we are feeling species, end of the day. We see this creation, we see this world through the feeling aspect more than the reasoning aspect. I'm not saying every woman or every girl is the same way. But most of us are designed in a way to see things in this life predominantly with our feeling quality. Having the feeling aspect dominant in our being, I think we decipher the drama of life very differently from what the reasoning species or the logical mind of men do. In fact, my Guru Paramahansa Yogananda says this very beautifully. He says, if you want to have a healthy emotional 
life. We need to strike a good balance between the feeling emotion and the reasoning emotion. Both are needed in this world. They are the feminine and the masculine part of this creation. One cannot exist without the other. Feminine aspect, the feeling aspect of creation is needed to nurture the beautiful creation. The reasoning and the logical aspect of the creation is needed to run the creation in right cycles, in right order. The law part of the creation, you can say, is the masculine or the reasoning aspect. While the love aspect of the creation, you can say, is the feeling or the feminine aspect of creation. And the secret to our balanced life is to bring that balance between the law and the love. Or you can say the reasoning and the feeling aspect. According to yogic philosophy, depression can be caused by three factors. They can either be a physical disconnect or a psychological disconnect or third and the important one is the spiritual disconnect. So when the depression happens because of physical disconnect, it is quite obvious. Maybe the person is living a wrong lifestyle, going out with wrong kinds of friends, wrong environment that person lives in. Or it might be because of certain ill health. The psychological disconnect is a little more subtle than the physical disconnect. And when a person is depressed because of psychological disconnect, you may see that person to show emotions of anger, hatred, jealousy, worry, vengefulness. They might be untruthful in life. It's very hard to trust them. Melancholy is an undercurrent when depression is caused because of psychological disconnect. And yogic philosophy tells us the psychological disconnect is also quite chronic if it is hereditary or it is a chronic bad karma, meaning this pattern of behavior is not just through one incarnation but may be influenced by previous incarnations and has turned to be a chronic bad karma. So psychological disconnect is on a subtler realm and much more serious than the physical disconnect according to the yogic philosophy. Now we come to the spiritual disconnect. Spiritual disconnect is the most subtle form which most of the people when they are depressed may not even be aware as it is on a more subtler realm. And my guru says this very aptly. Ignorance 
is the cause of spiritual disconnect. Ignorance. Forgetting who we are. Trying to live with a limited capacity as a mortal beings and not understanding the potential of our mind, not understanding what this human being, this divine being is capable of and living a mediocre life bound by self-created limitations is the cause of spiritual disconnect. Forgetting who we truly are when one is yearning for peace, for happiness, for some joy in life, they are definitely depressed because of spiritual disconnect. When a person has not even tasted what peace is, has not even tasted what true happiness is, sadly in life, we are seeking pleasures in the name of happiness. Happiness has nothing to do with how we live our life or what our outer circumstances are. Happiness is developed. Happiness is born from within. Happiness comes when we are connected with our higher inner self. It has nothing to do with how we live, what kind of home we have, what kind of car we drive. Those are all pleasures in life. But happiness is deeply, deeply rooted in our own self-worth. I think it is safe to say that we all are depressed in some degree because of the spiritual disconnect. Until we really commune and connect with our higher self, we will never feel that true happiness. We will never embrace that joy that blossoms in the heart by communing with the higher self every day. Until we do that, I think the melancholy of finding that something which we really don't know will always haunt us in our life. There is something that I want. There is something I'm going after for. There is something that will make me happy. There is something that will make me complete. I am wanting that something. But sadly, that something we start looking out in a different job. We start looking for that something in a different relationship. We start looking at that something by changing our careers. We start looking at something by picking up a new hobby. We try so many different ways. But we all know the bitter truth. Nothing really satisfies us. Nothing really quenches that thirst for something. And I strongly feel that too. And whenever I sit in meditation, whenever I follow my Guru's teachings in this life, 
I feel that sense of completeness. I feel that void is being filled up because believe it or not, every one of us has that vacuum in our heart, which can be filled only by communing with that higher self. It cannot be fulfilled or filled up by any person. Nobody has that capability. And that void has been created for a reason. I know this from my own experience. Whenever I meditate regularly, when I really commune with my higher self, I feel that void has disappeared. But as soon as I fall short in my sadhana, in my daily practice, maya takes over. The duality of creation is very powerful. And then I can feel that void again. And all the toxic emotions of loneliness, that incompleteness starts to rise up. So I think of all these three the spiritual disconnect that creates that form of depression should be taken seriously in life. And I think we all definitely suffer from spiritual disconnect to some degree in our life. And we should take time to address it. When we start to address spiritual depression, yogic philosophy tells us the physical form of depression and the psychological form of depressions, they naturally and miraculously start to correct themselves. Because the root cause lies in our spiritual nature, being disconnected. We are not human beings, the yogic philosophy tells us. We are divine beings living in this human body. We are spark of the divine. Aham Brahmasi. I am part of the creator. You can also say I am a child of God. You can interpret it in any way you like it. But you are part of the creator. We cannot deny that. So until we accept that reality, nothing really shakes or really gets corrected, so to speak. We can temporarily fix our physical depression, temporarily fix our psychological depression by taking some help for the mind and for the body. But if we address the root cause and Ayurveda and yoga is all about addressing it from the root, picking the roots out. So it is gone forever, not just in this life, it is gone even beyond. That pattern of habit is uprooted. Patanjali's famous Yoga Sutra, Yoga's Chitta Ritti Niroda, says it so beautifully that our mind is constantly bombarded with desires, expectations, 24 by 7, 365 days a year, every moment of our life, really. Who has not escaped 
the insane roller coaster ride of the mind and yogic philosophy tells us take some time to analyze your mind and if you notice there is a repeated pattern of habit that keeps running like a broken record a good incident happens there is a music that plays the fixed music of dialogues or a script of dialogues if you want to call it something bad happens there is a fixed script of things that come out when things don't turn out the way we want it so there is no good or bad events in life it is so beautifully explained in the scriptures every event is neutral the verdict of good and bad is given by our mind in alignment with our expectation and we can agree on that because something that is good for you may be bad for your colleague or your friend and something bad that is colleague might turn out to be good for you like getting a bonus it might be amazing for you but your friend who might have thought or your colleague at work might have thought he or she is more deserving and would feel bad that you received the bonus and not the other way around expectation that we tie to an event makes it good or bad event on its own has no outcome as such it is neutral so even in this vast creation there is nothing good happening or nothing bad happening it's just the cycle of law running but but if it works for us we put a verdict it is good everything is good but if it's not in alignment with our desires and expectations it is definitely bad for us so think about it think for a moment wrap your mind around it any event in life is neither good nor bad it is what expectation we have tied to that event makes it good or bad so reality what reality we see is not the same reality the other person sees so the reality we see is shown by the lens of our desires and our expectation we have looked into depression how they are categorized in the yogic philosophy like physical depression psychological depression and the important one the spiritual depression the root cause of all depressions there are certain common denominators in all these types of depression in the beginning i mentioned a sense of losing hope a sense of not belonging in this world sense of feeling incomplete not wanted by anyone so those are the feelings that kind of run in all these three forms of depression that is basically a feeling of disconnect feeling that you've come somewhere where you don't belong you just feel misfit Now let's put the lens of ayurveda and start to see are there any differences even subtle differences if not major differences 
when the person suffering depression is pitta dominant or vata dominant or kapha dominant what kind of symptoms we may see in them that can differentiate the vata pitta kapha from ayurveda first we'll look at the kapha depression what it looks like and what are the obvious signs when a person is going through kapha depression so this will be shared in the next episode but i wanted to share this irrespective of what dosha we all are i am pitta kapha personality so be it pitta pers- dominant kapha dominant vata dominant or combination doshas it doesn't matter when a person is going through depression we all go through the vata phase of depression pitta phase of depression and then kapha phase of depression they may not be sequential in this order but once a person reaches the state of kapha depression the good thing about that state of depression is it is kind of coming to the end of the tunnel so to speak it might be very long a uh, state of depression compared to the pitta kind and the vata kind but the good thing about this state of depression is once you are in the kapha state of depression you will be getting ready to start moving on with life so we will learn more about this in the next episode i hope you like this episode on depression we got to see how depression is seen from the lens of yogic philosophy and vedanta teachings if any one of you listening would like to overcome your depression be it any kind physical psychological or spiritual i am offering a workshop on my ayurveda online learning platform this is a high overview on how to spiritualize your emotional baggage or you can call it your emotional boulders that's the word i like to use spiritualizing emotional baggage this is an intensive workshop that i offer to my clients on a one on one basis we meet weekly online for six sessions and it's quite intense a workshop and it is meant for only serious people who want to really spiritualize and come out to live the life they are meant to be so this intensive workshop is for six sessions online on zoom and it costs 699 but for someone who wants to try the yogic way the spiritual way of overcoming depression i have come up with a short version of the same intense workshop spiritualizing your emotional boulders this is a 60 minute recorded workshop it is offered for 35 dollars on my online learning platform this will give you practical tools on how to start healing your journey from depression and to start really embracing life so if you're really interested please check it out the link will be in the description until we meet again 
with the next episode on kapha depression namaste sahaviryam karvavahai tejasvinavaditamastu ma vidvishvavahai om shanti shanti Shanti